0: On this seventh Wednesday in Ordinary Time let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Mark. John said to Jesus Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us. Jesus replied Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Falling in love with things that do good, such as the Word of God, takes time, effort and dedication. Normally, due to our weakness To the mundane realities of life, everything that is spiritual, everything that is not seen but nourishes the soul, is way more difficult than we think. It's hard to be faithful and to be constant in prayer. It is hard and demanding to be devoted readers of the Word of God every day. One doesn't become a man or a woman of prayer and contemplation from one day to the next, as if by magic. Beyond a spiritual life, a life of faith, Every great man was formed in silence, as St. Alberto Hurtado used to say. There are no great men in the history of humanity who haven't been forged in silence. And to gain inner silence, we inevitably need time and effort. There's no spiritual life at the touch of a button. It's true that you listen to this audio by simply clicking the play button. When you wake up in the morning, the audio is already there like hotcakes before you could blink. But the truth is, I don't prepare the daily meditation in two minutes just to satisfy the audience. That's why my advice is that you and I realize that it will take us much more than six minutes to internalize the reading, to truly reflect on the Word of God. Unfortunately, there are many people who joyfully started listening to the Word of God, but the birds of the sky ate up the seed because they fell on rocky ground on hearts of stone. There are others who were very enthusiastic when they received the word, but the thorns of daily life grew up and choked the beautiful plants that had grown, and so on and so forth. Do you want to enjoy the fruits of your listening to the word of God? Be faithful, be constant, persevere, never believe you are done with it, never think or say, I have already heard this, or It's the same story. That's the key. Don't trust too much on yourself. Don't be a show-off. Rather, learn how to listen and how to ponder on the word. Going back to Sunday's Gospel, we must admit that loving someone who does us wrong is definitely not easy. Our first impulse is that of the first man who was from the earth, earthly, as St Paul used to say. And what we must learn is how to give way to the man from heaven who dwells in all of us and who lets us love like God loves, like he loves us, without seeking vengeance, without taking the law into our own hands if we have to endure unjust suffering. If we gradually assimilate that we're the first ones to receive mercy, then no matter how good we think we are and how bad others are, our outlook on them may gradually change. Those who do wrong know not what they do, as Jesus said when he was on the cross, no matter how malevolent the person is, or whether he believes he's acting in good faith, seeking for a solution or through ignorance. That's why we are not to take an eye for an eye. It's absolute nonsense. Let's move on to today's glimpses of the Gospel. Evidently John's a bit out of line. We've mentioned that Jesus wasn't fond of arguments, he doesn't like division, he doesn't like it when his disciples dare do what they shouldn't. John and the disciples, because John uses the plural form, are very sure of themselves. They feel like establishing a monopoly of the friendship with Jesus. What a strong and constant temptation! Any of us may give in to it anywhere. But such temptation is worse when it occurs in the church. Today the question is whether we believe we are the greatest in relation to those who aren't or don't seem to be very close to Jesus, to those who weren't chosen, to those who weren't in his intimate circle. This is so common in the church. True love is inclusive. It doesn't exclude anyone and it doesn't seek to possess other people. Today, the disciples pretended to keep Jesus for their own, and what's more, they expected Jesus to adapt to themselves, to meet their criteria, to see things the way they saw them. We didn't get a thing. We don't really know Jesus if we believe that it's only up to us to do good in his name. In fact, we aren't always that evident, that clumsy. But our attitudes are tinged with jealousy, envy, hostile comments indifference in relation to other groups, movements, parishes. It's so sad when there are possessive tendencies within the church, our church, our prayer group, our movement, when we believe that what's different doesn't belong to us, as if we were an elite. It goes without saying that we oftentimes try to own Jesus, as if he were ours, when it's us who are his. Jesus chooses and invites people whoever he meets, to do good. He even helps those who don't know him do good too. If we want to be inclusive Christians and not possessive ones, Christians who love Jesus but don't own him, Christians who share him, let's start by changing our way of thinking and of expressing ourselves. Let's raise our head and try to see beyond the end of our nose because there's lots of good done in Jesus' name, outside our circles. And it's a good thing that we learn to value it. May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.